I'm sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud. I am lonely. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. Remember what we've said and done and felt about each other. If we've had Good morning and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. How are you this morning, Leslie? Good morning, Pam and everyone listening. I'm doing well. I'm still in a bit of shock that we are in December at the fifth day. (laughs) (laughs) We are less than less than three weeks to Christmas for those who celebrate and I know less than four weeks until 2021. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I cannot. I can't either. uh, It's going to be a fun time. Let me tell (laughs) you. I think, you know, the end of the year causes, always has, for me anyway, causes time for reflection and to be thankful for things throughout the year and um, also the excitement and hope of of a new chapter in our lives with a new Mm -hmm. year. So, um, yeah, just a lot going on. But, you know, for me, we had such a warm November, third warmest in record where I live, um, that I actually kind of feel like it's still September. <laughs> so I need to, I need to adjust my attitude pretty quickly. We got out our holiday lights yesterday and are getting, going to be decorating. And, you know, it's, it's just funny well, that it's good. December. I have to, I have to immerse myself in Hallmark, uh, holiday movies. And, uh, I want to check out the passion flicks quickies that they mm-hmm. have coming I'm very happy and excited they were able to do some new production um, in the midst of uh, the pandemic, and they are going to be fun to watch. I haven't seen them yet. I haven't seen the first one that uh, launched yesterday. So if anyone saw it, let us know. Well, I think uh, Betty's mentioning that she can't hear us too well. Um, Betty can't. Lori said she can. And Annabelle said, I watched the first quickie last night. It was sweet. Oh, good. I okay. enjoy their quickies. I really like the I like the short story format, and I like the way it translates to the screen. I all of the ones they've done so far that I've seen, I really really enjoyed. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, since I am blissfully alone till Monday afternoon, <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. I'll be able to catch up on a lot of things <laughs> that I've been missing. So. <laughs> In, 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 uh, yes, that's very, very exciting. Yes, because I'm sure that Marlene is, this is a weekend where she may go see her daughter for, you know, so she can have a little break because, uh, it, as, as wonderful as she and Phil are together and separately, they do get on each other's nerves. That, <laughs> so she escapes for the weekend. Mm-hmm. with family we know that it does oh yes don't <laughs> i know that that's why i'm so blissfully alone till monday afternoon so. <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so yeah. glad 
I, I am not alone uh, this week, or uh, I am alone next week, and I'm not sure when we're going to be putting any Christmas decorations up. I don't know where my sisters are in her basement, and mm -hmm. I know mine are down there, but I just don't know where. <laughs> so, yes, it, it was. It, it's always an adventure um, digging out the decorations, and we went through yeah. the the testing of all the lights last night, which was a fun um, undertaking. So, <laughs> well, yeah, the, the thing I need to learn how to replace fuses and that. You know, uh, yeah. we, we usually well, are just like, oh, my gosh, oh, we, we can't just figure get this new out. Lights. Um, no, our, you have to understand my sister's basement. <laughs> there is a path that takes you from the stairs where the heater and the hot water heater are down, down through the basement and strictly a path. And then it goes from there to the back to the to back uh basement door and god forbid you should have to go left or right from that path because you will never you'll be climbing over things <laughs> so anyway anyway uh, that's <laughs> yes it's it's a fun well, fun yes. thing we don't want you to go down and uh, get lost in there so <laughs> no and yes the Yes, the heat is on. I, I don't ask. I it wasn't on last weekend. Let me put it that way. When I asked about it this week, I was told, "Well, you know, we called. I called the contractor, and um, it's not on yet. Doesn't know when he could come, you know, because he's busy." And then the other day, I get this. Um, the heat's back. The heat's back. Um, I I think just because I was. Moving, to, playing with the thermostat too much. I was like, okay, fine, just leave it be. Sounds like a hey. fluky answer to me, but it's working and everybody's happy, so that's a good thing. Well, that's really, that's really the key mm -hmm. that it's working, and we, you know, we have to take care of, we have to take care of each other at this time. So hey, yeah, oh. that's we that we do, which. Which yes. brings us, which brings me into Asar's announcements because there's a few. Yes, Asar um, has many, many good many announcements today. today. Yes, he said that he wanted to remind the Russian readers that Gabriel's Inferno is up for pre-order by Exmo, the Russian publisher. Uh, Julio, Melanie, and Tosca have been doing interviews uh, regarding Gabriel's Inferno with international press, uh, including TV, radio in Mexico, and Brazil. Very cool. And many of the interviews are actually out on YouTube right now on Instagram, so you can go check it out. Yes, I've seen a couple of them floating around. I hope to listen to them. I've gone into two of them already, and at, I get sidetracked so that I, I think of them. I don't think of them listened to maybe two, three minutes of them each. So mm -hmm. being alone this weekend, that'll help. Um, if, oh, also, if, if you remind, as a reminder, if you could post your reviews added to the, your IMDB review of Gabriel's Inferno and also Amazon.com and Amazon.co.uk, since the films are available through Amazon Prime in the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, and then this, this is great because prevent, you know. People will go to want to see what they're going to watch, and they, they see the review that it's good, and they'll pick it up. It also and it also helps Passion Flicks with their with everything they've got 
in their catalog. And it also helps all the actors, Melanie, Julio, Paul, Margot, because when, you know, um, peak casting directors are looking for certain things and they'll see nice things said about them so that, you know, that's a good, helps them out. Um, SR says he's waiting for the release of the DVD of the films. I am told they should be in the Passion Flick store before Christmas. He should know more soon. Uh, the soundtrack for Gabriel's Inferno is available on iTunes and it is also on Spotify, which I've downloaded. So that's pretty cool. I still need to do that, in part because I need to clear off my phone so Spotify can download again. But I do have well, a Spotify account. I'm so excited about that. Um, the audiobooks of the Gabriel series are finally available in Australia, and they can be purchased through Audible Australia, Amazon.com, etc. Uh, today Yay. at ten. Yeah. So today at ten o'clock. So we we we're gonna try to we're trying to keep this tight today. Um, so I will be chatting with the uh, Sylvain Renard Central America Facebook group uh, between 10 and 11. And on December 13th, uh, he'll be chatting with SR Latin America Facebook group from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Both chats are in Spanish, Spanglish, with some English thrown in. That's always fun. <laughs> That's um, what he loved. I love how he always puts that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and it always got to be the tease. Um, I have some good news I can't announce yet, but stay tuned. So who knows what lurks in the evil mind of SR on these <laughs> I know. I told him. I told him that he always writes uh, how Gabriel can be such a tease, but he's the ultimate tease when he teases us with the good news. Isn't I'm very, that the very truth? excited about that. I'm, there mm -hmm. could be so many things. So many things. So many, so many things is right. Um, uh, finally, he says he wants to continue encouraging everyone to stay in touch, especially within the community. Um, you know, the COVID situation I know in the United States is horrible at the moment. Lots of places are shutting down. And, and I know in Philadelphia, there's no more indoor dining. You can be outside and it's it gets crazy. Um but he said that, you know, a lot of people were gonna, are going to be foregoing a lot of holiday celebrations that they would normally have. And that includes him, you know, you being with family and friends in any, any way is going to be tough for a lot of people. I know myself, uh, my son will not be here, even though he lives in the area. Um, and my granddaughter is going to be up in New York. So with her mom and her stepfather. So that's... You know, that's it's tough. It's is. really it hard. Tough. And, uh, but I did, did get a good word from the North Pole. Santa Claus is COVID free and is immune to the virus. So Santa Claus and Pierre Noel and, and all will be coming around. So better keep an eye out on Christmas Eve. Um, also, you know, he says, you know, if you, we, We've got a lot of reading groups out there and a lot of chat groups out there and everybody sort of gets together every now and then and um, keeping that stale together and reach out to anybody if you if there's anything that you need or need to talk or just need to get away from whatever might be on your mind. So that's a good thing. 
It's really important. And I think we've found um, uh, through our friends on this beautiful community that rose around SR's work Mm -hmm. that we have Mm -hmm. really had a lot of opportunity to connect with people, either if it's a text or a chat or a message Mm -hmm. or try to do a Zoom call, um, FaceTime. Um, There's always someone online that you can usually find at any hour of the day because this is worldwide. Um, Mm -hmm. So so don't you know, don't hold back and just reach out and just say, hey, Mm -hmm. just thinking about you or hope, hope everything's going well. Um, And it's 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 exciting. And I can say for my own insomniac self, there are many times I'm up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning and can't go back to sleep. And that's New York time. So wherever you are in the world, feel free. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Mm hmm. But um, Ashley is also reminding us that Matthew Barber on December 20th, he's having a virtual concert. You can buy tickets for $20 and I'm not sure whether that's 20 Canadian or 20 American, but it's uh, all the proceeds go to Canada's food bank. So, um, and it's, I think SR has posted the link. So, and also Ashley has a link out here for it as well. Thank you, Ashley. Wonderful. Thank you, Ashley. And Josie mentioned that they're doing a carol sing um, for those uh, who were in the Emmer Zoom. A uh, carol mm-hmm. sing today at 1 p.m. Eastern time, which is New York time, and 3 p.m. tomorrow Eastern uh, time, New York time. And I might try and join t- uh, tomorrow because c- I love a good cr- holiday carol sing. It's so much oh, yeah. fun. You, and, you know, uh, and there's this there's this choir master in uh, England that I've listened to, watched a program here here now for the last few years, and he gets these. He's doing Zoom choirs. He's putting Zoom choirs together, and they're really good. They're really really I've good. I've seen though. I've seen that. I haven't watched. I haven't been on social media much. Yeah. If you guys haven't noticed, so. Um, I have to catch up on a lot of things, but that's, that's really, um, I love, I love when people bring the arts together to make Mm -hmm, good things mm -hmm. happen. Um, and Annabelle noted, she's so grateful for all my new friends. And I think we all feel, um, the same and she hopes to get to meet many of us and we definitely hope to do the same. It's, it's wonderful when you get to meet people you've been talking with for years in person, it's even more special. Um, just laughing because uh, Betty said, I never do this, but I think I'm tempted to start watching horror films this holiday season, just to make <laughs> this, this season a bit more tolerable. That is Absolutely. Yes. Um, I am so a non-fan of horror, but I have my, my daughters love horror films and my cousin, and they will sit and watch um, all different kinds of horror movies. Um, and they've been doing that. So it just cracks me up because that's happening in my household. <laughs> um, and Annabelle noted about rolling out National Lampoon's Christmas vacation soon. Um, wanted to say also... a special hello to Teresa Castelle. Um, she said, so, so good to hear you live. Uh, oh, thank hello, you. SR. Hello, everyone. Lots and lots of love from Italy. So we have another friend from Italy. Good afternoon. I think I also saw Claudia. Claudia was there too. Um, one of our other Italian listeners, and so happy you could join us today. It's so good. And Annette, I see on. We have a, a, a good group uh, joining us today Josie, Monica, um, LNMCK, Ellie. Ellie. Ellie got up bright and early on the west coast of the U.S., Annabelle. <laughs> 
and Lori out in Texas, Annabelle in England. It's so great. Uh, Annabelle noted the Andrea Bocelli is having a live stream from the Teatro di Reggio in Parma, Italy next Saturday. Tickets via Ticketmaster. I, I, I did see that floating around. I might try and do it. And hey, Lauren, Lauren joined us this morning as well. It's yeah. good. To, it's just good to have everybody on. It, it really is. Uh, um, Teresa says, you're keeping me company during my studying, the best company. Well, good luck with your studies. Yes. Um, and we're glad we could keep you company. It's such a, such a good day. And it's a great chapter. We actually uh, divided the chapter into two parts mm-hmm. uh, because there was so much to it. And we also wanted to make sure we could keep things tight. Um, so everybody who wanted to join uh, the, the live chat with SR uh, Can would so. be able to do so. And I have to say, I'm really bummed. I, I was planning to do it, but I, I'm not going to be able to join today. I'll have to let Abby know. Um, and our mm-hmm. friends at the Central America uh, chapter. But I'm helping my daughter. Uh, with some things in her apartment. So mm-hmm. um, it should be good. I'll try and listen to it after the fact. So we start with chapter eight. And as you can remember, uh, the night before was the, uh, we the, our last chapter, Gabriel was trying to quiet sweet little Claire and put her to sleep as she woke up in the middle of the night um, after... Uh, Gabriel and Julia were bleary-eyed in in bed. Uh, Julia had already pulled a little prank on him with the flamingo in the bed. Uh, He was not very amused by that. Um, And they also had a a beautiful uh, moment when he uh, surprised her with one of his lovely gifts. And, of course, he also had the... The realization that it was going to be a long six weeks uh, while Julia heals before uh, they could commence with any uh, lovemaking. Mm -hmm. So we begin the chapter and Gabriel was in the master bathroom. It was morning. He was getting ready, um, wrapped in a white towel, not purple. Um, I laughed because Pam wrote that in the notes and I laughed because that's the first thought I had too. And I'm like, no, we're not in Julia's apartment anymore. They're married people now. They've (laughs) They've grown but out of purple. They've grown. But I do think the issue of the fact that the purple towel is now burned in all of our brains after seeing it on film, mm-hmm. um, I think that will stay with us. So um, as Julia walks in the room, he's asking her, where's the baby? And she tells him that Rachel's changing her and taking her downstairs. Um, and... You know, you can remember those first days of having a newborn in the house. Mm -hmm. And every person who could help, um, a lot of your family or close friends who were there helping to make sure everything's okay. Um, It really, really is, uh, takes a village, as they say. um, It's daunting, trust me. (laughs) And and it's really important because Julie is exhausted. Everyone is awake. It's early in the morning. Rebecca has already started breakfast and the scent of bacon and coffee are wafting up the stairs. And I just, uh, I could imagine, you know, again, SR paints the picture so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And they, he asks how um, they were checking on how they slept. Um, 
Julia said, um, I did sleep a little. Um, and yes, well, uh, Gabriel said he just slept tolerably, but he did sleep. I actually was wondering um, if he ended up getting sleep because he had been up with uh, Claire for so long. Mm -hmm. um, so I think he slept, but he just didn't sleep very long. <laughs> and yes, Ashley, Auntie Rachel to rescue Julia from the diaper duty. <laughs> <laughs> And Betty, said, that age. Happy, and Betty said, I'd be in happy land if I had all that help in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, you and me both, girl. You and me both. <laughs> mm -hmm. Although, let's just be honest, I'd be in happy land uh, if, we, if we had Gabriel um, to wake up to every morning. So, so <laughs> sweet. So, uh, the morning is getting started and Gabriel takes her into his arms and says, is it really going to need to be six weeks? <laughs> you can tell, you can see yes, like he's, he, the he, desperation in his face and <laughs> his, uh, you know. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Annette agreed with me. Um, so he, you know, the, the, that six-week reality uh, was hitting him pretty hard. And Julia says, yes, you know. But it's really about her body and her body healing. Um, and it didn't mean that she wouldn't and couldn't look after him. And she That's said, true. she will look after him. Her body needs to heal, but she will look after him. Um, and he was going to say something, but he decides against it and smiles sheepishly. So <laughs> um, you could see, I, and again, if this would ever come to film, um, it would be such a sweet because you could, I could see how Gabriel would be very playful, mm -hmm. um, but also sincerely like, oh my gosh, an, another six weeks of celibacy. And yeah, that's that 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 was that was the the tough part after having a baby. It is. It and really sometimes is. Sometimes it works, um, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> exactly, and but you also. And, and, you know, there's a, there is a reason why you have to wait the six weeks and you have to let your body heal or else you True. could make things worse. True. Um, <laughs> Betty said I would be Gabriel's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Betty. Too funny. I know. I know. <laughs> but true. So she, so she picks up her right hand as she, and flashes her ring finger around and just, you know, it kind of caught her eye in the daylight, how beautiful this ruby ring with the two diamonds um, sparkles and glows. And she just, she thanked him. And um, I, what's so beautiful is she never expects any of the gifts that he gives her. And she is so, it's almost like she's overwhelmed and surprised that he would be even consider giving that to her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's, um, it's beautiful because it's given so freely and out of their love. It's, it's just that's really true. sweet. So he, he kisses her saying, you're welcome. And she had said, I really need a shower. And she wants to go take care of it since Rachel's taking care of the baby right now. And like any new mother, you take your shower as soon as you get <laughs> as soon as you get a chance. That baby's you down go for a nap in and take care of business when you can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. So um, he hugged Julia around the waist and crossed to the linen closet. He was getting the towels, 
out, um, or she was getting the towels out, rather. Um, he was back uh, pretending to shave while watching Julia through the mirror. And she grabs the towels, hangs them up, goes to open the shower door, and you can tell that Gabriel is waiting and waiting. And what is he waiting for? Why is he watching her so eagerly? And, of course... <laughs> He was waiting for the reaction because she shrieks, jumping backwards, and Gabriel helps steady her on her feet. <laughs> and he turns around and says, she says, et tu, Brute? And again, I would love to see the scene um, on film. I know. I know. <laughs> it would be so funny because Gabriel just starts laughing and he says, it's, it was funny. It's funny. Because he placed a flamingo with a shower cap in that shower stall. Mm -hmm. And yes, Ashley, payback, absolutely. Payback's a bitch. Payback is going on. Betty's looking for, by the way, Betty's looking for a towel for Paul. (laughs) (laughs) What color would the towel be, Betty? (laughs) Any color preference? (laughs) And I, th- I and think Annette may be in Walmart. Yes, Good I was going to say, and Annette is again listening to us in Walmart. Maybe we Walmart. could get Walmart to be a sponsor. I don't know. Um, <laughs> because they have listeners. Uh, our listeners are uh, shopping while they're, they're listening. Um, Annabelle saying the towel has to have a rabbit on it. And she was thinking green or white. I think that makes sense because uh, they're Vermont. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vermont colors. Green. Yes. Yes, and they're uh, the colors of Dartmouth. And it is the Green Mountain State. New Hampshire, though, isn't it? Vermont. Green Mountain State is right. And I think they have white, the White Mountain chain is in Vermont also, I think. Yeah, they used to have the thing with them all. I think, I forget whether it was Vermont or New Hampshire where they had this mountainside that had like this rock outcropping that looked like the profile mm. of an old man. Mm-hmm. And that was saying she thinks green would be Paul's color. Yes. Actually, I think for more reasons than one, too, right? The the, the mountain state um, outdoor, but maybe mm-hmm. a little green for jealousy, just a tiny little Could jealousy be. since Gabriel got the girl. Um, but I think that would be great. We'll have to run that by. Uh, we'll have to see what uh, the actor who plays Paul would think about that. See what James mm-hmm. thinks. Yeah. <laughs> James is looking for something to do tonight. <laughs> Maybe he could go That was on shopping. Instagram. That was on Instagram. <laughs> Anyhow. I love it. So, you know, we have the big surprise. And Gabriel just is laughing. And Julia was surprised. And, and, and she goes, I hope you cleaned it. and Gabriel was smirking he said I did not not have to I used the one you cleaned and pulled from the ground (laughs) the shower cap was a nice touch she said as she was taking off her nightgown getting ready for the shower so um, Gabriel thought so as well and he asked if she was going to shower with the flamingo and she said she does get lonely in the shower and Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I'm looking at Betty saying uh, <laughs> she could use a hand towel to help dry Paul off. It might take a little longer to dry him off, but that true for that, she's not complaining. <laughs> I think you'd have to make sure he's dry, very, very dry. Um, every nook and cranny there, Betty. Absolutely. Uh, 
So Gabriel um, watched as she took off her underwear and she took off the belly band that she had after her surgery. Um, and she, he was kind of amazed how quickly her abdomen had contracted um, and could see the scar from her C-section. And it is kind of a remarkable thing that the human body is fascinating. And it is amazing how the body will go back um, not to exactly the same shape after you have a child, but um, how things contract and shift and move. Um, and she, she was, uh, it was just funny to see how, mm-hmm. uh, how they bantered around um, in order to make sure that, uh, you know, he was watching her carefully, but he wanted to be there to make sure he saw her reaction. <laughs> And he got her good. He really he did. And you know good. what? And and you know what? What I love is the fact that he's not so stuffy. <laughs> right. Right. And I do think that's an evolution of his character. And mm-hmm. I think that's it's some of the the warmth and vibrancy um, that comes out of his love and his loving relationship with Julia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he always he always did have a little bit of playfulness in him, but I think it really came out. Um, as their relationship evolved, which is yeah, great. Which is so we great. asked SR about uh, why he included uh, the scene and why did Gabriel decide to surprise Julia with the flamingo? And SR said, I think he thought it would be funny. And then we asked him if Julia was poking fun at Gabriel when she asked if he cleaned the flamingo. And she said, he said, absolutely. Because, you know, Gabriel made such a fuss about having a dirty flamingo from the yard in their oh, bed. Oh, I know. And, of, of course, as if, as if Julia would just pluck it out of the ground and throw it in their, uh, you know, their sacred space. You know, I just <laughs> think it's so funny. And Anna says, ah, playful and giddy Gabriel. I mm-hmm. know, right? It just warms your heart. I think it would be so much fun to see that scene. It would I be. Just really do. Also, Gabriel, uh, SR just announced that uh, SR and Passion Flicks are partnering with Sips by Tea. And they're offering a special uh, tea collection inspired by Gabriel's Inferno. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Both Ashley and uh, Kenzie have posted the link in um, the chat room. And also, SR has tweeted about it just a few minutes ago. So just an FYI. Great, 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 great. Mm-hmm. This may be uh, some of the good news that he was going to share. I know he's been know. saying there's been, he's been saying watching carefully about the products because um, there will be product announcements. So that's true. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fun to check out um, and very clever. I like the, I like the tie in. Mm hmm. And so, Kenzie just got it. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie, I had no doubt that you would have been ordering that as soon as you saw the link. Absolutely. I think it's wonderful. And I, Betty, when I heard that it was tea, I thought of you because Betty is not the coffee drinker. of. Uh, she is definitely a tea drinker. And she loves tea. So this is the best way to get her to shop till she drops. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's great. And... Yeah. Uh, Betty was also wondering if Julia would hide a new uh, flamingo 
in Gabriel's car just to keep the joke going on. I think it could be funny. It could be something they do for quite a while. <laughs> and Kenzie said, I already bought the screaming goat SR recommended as well. <laughs> I have, I have a screaming goat. It's not, um, it's not a live goat, but it's something I bought a couple of years ago and you move it and it goes, ah! Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Of course. Well, I, I there was this, this this friend of mine who uh, I used to work with, uh, Jack, who his he's he always teases about goats. So that was the, <laughs> that's why I got the screaming goat. So that's funny. <laughs> oh, and Monica, keep trying with Passion Flicks. Maybe try to send a message through uh, social media. But I know info at passionflicks.com is where you need to email them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're having trouble with their accounts. So um, yeah, Lauren, that you, will get resolved. Yeah, Lauren's <clears throat> pretty good about getting it resolved. But, you know, again. Sometimes it takes a while because of the, um, you know, they're a very, very small team. And they have a lot on their plates. So, um, yeah, as Kenzie noted, I think they're behind on their email, Monica. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. I'm sure, she, uh, and Monica, I'm sure Lauren I, will get back to you soon because she it does sometimes take her a while. But I think yeah. it's just basically Lauren and Tosca and um, uh, Allie. Allie and Margie, the editor. And there's some there's a guy, Michael, I believe his name is, that just sort of joined in. But I'm not sure he answers any of the emails. So right, I really think that's uh. Lauren's Ballywick. Um. And now for the halftime show. Jingle bells. So, anyway. <laughs> so, we're going through. And, uh, <laughs> I know Lori's putting the icons. This is actually um, season appropriate now. It is, <laughs> just actually. The, the aha moment. <laughs> the Christmas halftime show. Mm -hmm. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Um. So we're listening to Jingle Bells and going back into the story. Um, Gabriel's leaning against the vanity and watching as Julia stood under the shower and wiped her eyes. And she went to reach for the shower gel and she stopped. And he noticed that. And she looked down past her abdomen to inspect her stitches. And Gabriel asked if there was something wrong. And when she did not answer, he opened the door to the shower. Julianne. He called her urgently. She raised her head and made eye contact with him, but it seemed off. And then her eyes kind of rolled back into her head, and Gabriel caught her just as her knees began to buckle. Oh, and again, if this was on film, it would just be, you know, very dramatic. It, it, it you know, she, he wasn't sure what to do. I mean, she literally was passing out. So he grabbed her and put her, um, carried her to the bed. He covered her with a sheet. He was trying to wake her up and get her attention. And when she did not respond, um, he ran to his nightstand and grabbed his phone. As he went to unlock his phone, he heard her murmur his name. He went to her and sat on the bed. And so it's really, really stressful um, and a scary situation. Mm -hmm. uh, someone who had just had gone through childbirth. I mean, it is, it is very dangerous, um, the complications that can happen after childbirth. So you have to be very mindful and mon monitoring it. Yeah. And Ashley, yes, seeing this in film would stop her heart, too. Um, 
So we asked SR about this, about the scene, and said, um, did the blood swirling in the shower trigger any memories for Gabriel of finding Paulina after the miscarriage? Because as I read it, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I wonder if this is triggering him from that time and that horrible image that mm -hmm. he had in his mind. And SR said, not consciously, but it did scare him. It scare so, anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a terrifying thing. Um, and Betty said, I didn't expect Julie to pass out as she was reading this. She said, this was a scary scene. Yeah, Agreed. So now Gabriel's asking how she was feeling and, and checking to see if she had a fever. And uh, she wasn't sure and was wondering why her hair was wet. And Gabriel grew more concerned, telling her that she had fainted in the shower. And, you know... That's that's got to be frightening for her too, you know, knowing that your your hair is wet and how did your hair get wet? And uh, it, she thought she thought she was just waking up. So Gabriel said he was going to call the hospital, which she really didn't want to have happen because, like anybody who's been in the hospital for any length of time, you really don't want to go back unless you have to. But she was concerned because she was wet in the shower and she didn't but she still doesn't want to go to the hospital Gabriel was not uh not concerned about her, her the bed being wet because when you know when she fainted he brought her to the bed put her down she's still wet from the shower put a towel a sheet over to keep her warm and Julianne said that she had had a dizzy spell in the hospital and he asked why she hadn't told him and she said that, that she had told the nurse, and uh, but that she needed to check her stitches, and that made her feel sick to look at it. Uh, it didn't occur to her to tell him that she was fine. I mean, I know for myself, when I have my C-section, those stitches are not fun. Mm. You know, and well, you do have to check them out. Uh, well, and, and, you know, if she was queasy about that anyway, um, it, it makes perfect sense. And, and mm -hmm. I laugh at Betty's comments. Still want to have sex, Gabriel? This is why she needs to wait before she gives the <laughs> blessedness away. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Anna said a definite subconscious trigger for Gabriel when you saw the blood. She had general anesthesia plus blood loss and transfusions. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and, you know, the fact that she had that dizzy spell before... <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I know I was lightheaded. I, I had very, very low, my blood pressure was really low. They actually kept me in an extra day and my iron levels were really tanked. So I, I had, I was dizzy as well. I, I didn't black out like she did though. Um, but it happens. Mm. Yeah, it so. does. It does. So, uh, she said, he's like, well, if looking at the stitches, uh, made Julia sick. Why didn't she ask Gabriel? Uh, to help exa examine and monitor the scar. And Esther responded saying, I think it's the example of Julia not wanting to bother him, but also not being able to deal with what he might find. Right. It's almost like, uh, don't ask the question if you think the answer is going to be a bad one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, if you're afraid to know uh, what's going on, you're not going to ask. And, and, you know, he's obviously he's very concerned about what's going on. I mean, anybody would be, especially if you're fainting in the shower. Right. So she says, he says, you are not fine. And he asked why she had to check the incision. And Julia told him if it had opened or was weeping then or signs of infection. 
Uh, it did feel numb, and it just felt kind of weird, which, yeah, it does. I can remember that. Uh, Julia said that she should have she should have the numbness checked, and, and he saw blood in the shower before she fainted. So Julia began shaking, and her eyes were with him, and she thought, for, she thought after a few minutes that maybe it was her blood sugar. And uh, maybe that was low. So Gabriel asked if she was still still had her stash of chocolate in the drawer, and she looked at him suspiciously. <laughs> I love asking that how he knew about her chocolate, and he told her <laughs> that he paid attention and broke off a piece of chocolate and handed it to her. And uh, she, she loves the chocolate, you know, and like a lot of people do. And I have a feeling that. I have a feeling that Leslie's getting her chocolate out. Can you hear the rustling <laughs> in my mic? This is my Hershey's special dark chocolate that is on my nightstand right now. <laughs> so, but she and and she also told Gabriel that it's normal to bleed after the surgery. Now I'm going to sound very stupid. After I had my son. I did not realize that you bled for a few for a while after having a baby. Um, that's my I don't think mother, that's stupid. My did mother never mentioned it to me. Nobody, nobody, not even the doctor. So I was like, okay. That's I think it was the nurse I when I was say in. That to you. Well, I think it was the nurse in the hospital because, you know, they have those hospital pads that they put on you that go from mm-hmm. your belly button up to the middle of your back. Yeah. Whatever they are. That were, so that's how I Well, learned. I mean, anyway. I didn't have a C-section, but I know some of the, I, I know Annette said the numbness in the stitches is what she had the strangest sensation. Yeah, that um, is, that's strange too. Mm-hmm. I, 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 have to, I did, do remember that. Um, but the doctor told her it was normal to bleed after the surgery. Uh, and I guess, again, he's asking, why didn't you tell me? So... Um, we asked SR. Uh, Leslie says she also has chocolate on her nightstand. What kind of chocolate does Julia keep in her secret stash? <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So uh, he said he had asked Julianne about her chocolate choice, and she told him she likes all kinds of chocolate. But apparently there is a company in Chicago called Vosages. Vos- Vos- that she thinks is one of the best, and he provided a um, a link. Yes, and, and I'm putting it in right now. Okay. And then we also asked uh, SR, uh, did she think Gabriel was eating some of it when she wasn't looking? <laughs> <laughs> I know my husband does, <laughs> and, <laughs> but he's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good question, is SR's response. <laughs> But he says, so I have a feeling if I try to hide chocolate in my nightstand, it might end up gone after five minutes. (laughs) To be honest, I don't... Sometimes. (laughs) Was Jim a chocolate guy or not? My husband was a sweet, uh, a dark chocolate person. Mm. He loved dark chocolate. See, I would would have shared my dark chocolate bar with him right now. I I do rotate. I, I buy it. I'm like Julia. I like all kinds of chocolate. Um, yeah, I've gotten I, organic specialty bars. I, you know, I've, I've gotten, you know, Hershey's, which is our, our down the street chocolate, uh, maker, um, all kinds of chocolate, lint, Cadbury, mm-hmm. um, I, Annabelle, um, 
said, uh, forget Hershey's, she likes Cadbury. Um, but no, I, I would, I, I like that too. And uh, Annabelle says that looks like hotel chocolate that we have in the UK. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to check it out. <laughs> and she says, no, and I want she, chocolate. Yeah, she wants chocolate. I was never a big, I've, I've never really been a big chocolate fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's offered to me, I will gladly take it. Right, but uh, it's not it's, something like you. I, 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 I pretty much have chocolate every day. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. I, I don't and, like and I gouge Anna, myself on it just a little bit. I do love chocolate turtles. Mm, I love chocolate turtles mm-hmm. too. Mm. And Betty was also saying about raisin nuts and mint chocolate, dark chocolate truffles, Reese's, mm. Hershey and Dove. Mm-hmm. Ashley loves. And Dahlia's thank you for putting has, the link. Uh, uh, Dahlia has a her husband always has a bad habit of ha- having chocolate twice a day. Wow. <laughs> Once at lunch and uh, one late at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Annette also has a, a chocolate theme for a, a husband. She said, I can't even think about chocolate in my bedroom. Hubby is a bloodhound for that stuff. And if I get Cadbury sent from England, he would eat everything. Yes, because Annette's, <laughs> Annette's husband is British. So British. that would remind him of home. Mm-hmm. Oh, Claudia yeah. says hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's good. Chocolate and peanut butter Reese's. Oh, that's mine, the best. All mine. Mm-hmm. That for me. I, Annabelle and says butter. we need chocolate on the next podcast. <laughs> uh, Anna saying bar, bourbon dark chocolate truffles. Anna, yes, I had some phenomenal. If I find it, I will. I will send a link. Mm-hmm. Maybe even next podcast. I had some really, really, really good bourbon chocolates mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Um. I will try and find who made them and share them with you because it was that good. You might want to order them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, chocolate is chocolate. I'm, uh, I, I'm always down for good hot chocolate. I'll be very honest, and it's got to be made with milk, <laughs> not water. I don't like I, that one. I know. I like it with milk too. And then Kenzie says, "Oh, great! Another thing I need to buy because because of SR. Just what I need." But Kenzie, at least it's chocolate. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. Betty is reminding both Claudia and Teresa, um, there is a dentist in Italy that I'm sure would be able to help you with any of your <laughs> problems that occur with chocolate. <laughs> he's in Rome, and, and uh, when he's not wor- working in a film, <laughs> he does go to his dentist. <laughs> <laughs> And Claudia says, mm, Leslie, that mm, reminds me of someone. And <laughs> Annabelle was laughing, um, saying, Claudia, if you won't feed on my body, then at least feed on my cake, right? <laughs> yes. Who can forget that scene with the chocolate cake? Oh, I, my know, gosh. I know. I, I know. know. And we're, of course, now I'm, we've totally derailed the, uh, I think we're still good on time though, right? We're still good, yeah. And, and although <laughs> Betty, Betty just pointed out the chocolate paint. And, the chocolate <clears throat> paint, which, yes, there's you know. a reference to that coming. And, um, uh, yeah, chocolate and paint I, is I very nice. I just have nice. to say, amen, Dahlia, nothing can beat a good spoonful of straight out of the Nutella jar. You are a woman after my own heart. That is my I love that stuff. I discovered that when I was studying abroad in Athens because they didn't have it stateside at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is my, my granddaughter's downfall. They have these little oh. things that you can buy that have little, like, uh, like breadsticks or something in there, and you, you put it in the Nutella, and you can... Yeah. 
I can't get away from them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as Kenzie says, Gabriel does enjoy his chocolate paint. Yes, and, he does. Uh, I, I'm laughing too because Annette said, as SR had created Gabriel and spoiled us for men, my hubby has given me Cadbury's and spoiled me to never want American chocolate again. <laughs> There you go. There are some really good. There are some really good chocolatiers in the U.S. Though. Um, there are some, yes. and I'm not talking the Hershey's milk chocolate because not everyone likes the milk chocolate. But um, there are some really good uh, craft chocolatiers. Um, the cowboy chocolatier, um, someone I went to college with, is out west, and he does handcrafted chocolates, um, and which we, I hope to a, try someday. We have a place in Philadelphia called Shane's Candy, and it's mm. a business that has, been, that has been there for over well over 100 years and I know that every child in my family from my grandfather on down has always received a Shane's Easter egg at least mm. once in their lifetime and that includes Isabella so I love it I love it so anyhow yes. <clears throat> so Julia so. said you know Julia is saying that she had then, uh, she was stopped and she was confused. Uh, Gabriel said, we need to call the hospital. And she's like, fine, but I don't want to go back. So Gabriel called Mount Auburn Hospital and was transferred to labor and delivery. Now I can just imagine that phone call. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> I need to know. And uh, so he was... Um, he was not going to leave Julia, but spoke in low, calm tones so as not to upset her. <laughs> this conversation with a guy. Yes, I, I feel sorry for the nurses on the other end. Um, she was enjoying her chocolate, but it was clear that by Gabriel's body language, he didn't like what he or was happy about what he was hearing. And so he gets off the phone. He says, we should take you to the emergency room. And Julie asked if that's what they said, and he responded, no, they were saying it's normal, and they should monitor the output of the bleeding. And Gabriel said, they obviously don't know what they're talking about. Like I said, I'd hate to be a nurse on the other end. So mm -hmm. Julia's kind of laughing for the first time parents would know exactly what, what they're talking about. But she did remember being in the shower and seeing the blood. And Gabriel asked when was the last time she fainted. And he thinks it was the carol. Uh, she felt, uh -huh. she did feel woozy there. But she said, uh, she said that was the heat. So there wasn't any blood coming into her. Uh, there was no blood coming out of her at that point. And so Julia reminded him that it was hot in the carol. And Gabriel kissed her forehead and said, yes, it was. You swooned in my arms, which was a greatly enjoyable. She's like, naughty professor. <laughs> He's still playing. He's still playing. And he told her that he was, in fact, a very naughty professor. <laughs> but I think he was also trying to lighten the spirit and lighten the tone because I think absolutely this is scaring him. So uh, he told her, in fact, he was a very naughty professor, but that she needed to go to the ER. Julianne bemoaned the fact that she needed a shower to change the bed. So Gabriel said he would look after the bed and help her with the shower. And that's what we have for this week. Uh, uh, I know. 
it was it was a really good chapter and I, I you know I'm it, it makes you you know just to see the relationship and how it's developed and how they have mm-hmm. the playful banter and that sexual chemistry um, and that caring and and you know it's still but they're still struggling too you they're struggling you know like any relationship you you know, she, she didn't tell him cause she didn't want to bother him. She didn't want to find what's going on, but he's like, I really need to know this. So it's, it's always, you know, it's a good dis- demonstration of how important communication is. Mm-hmm. And, um, I did want to just, um, share, uh, the link to my friend who is the cowboy chocolatier. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy I don't, um, you know, um, one of the guys of and friends of friends who we hung out mm-hmm. with in college together, um, but he does handcrafted chocolates in Wyoming and oh, kind cool. of neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a he. Did, I think he had an article in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. I think it was the New York Times. Um, did a little p- profile on him a couple of years ago, and um, he's friends with my friend Doug. And uh, I was like, I cannot believe. T- is doing chocolate in Mont- in Wyoming. So anyway, <laughs> well, okay. um, always good fun chocolate to find is out. always yeah, good chocolate is always good to find every anywhere. And I know exactly. that Di has been hiding her Nutella jar, which seems to be found no matter where she hides it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have I have hid the Nutella before myself, <laughs> or I've got my own little stash and I've hid that in different parts of the kitchen so the only the Um, only time i have nutella in the house is when um my when my granddaughter's here because as i said she is a nutella freak i i enjoy it but um i i you know it's great on crates we have a uh, in the reading terminal market here in philadelphia which my great-grandfather helped found just as a little side note um which is a big market. It's a big place in, in the city of Philadelphia where they've got all kinds of little shops and uh, Pennsylvania Dutch cooking and meats and vegetables and mm. all kinds of neat little stuff in there. Anyway, um, you know, they, they've got this crepery and, and they when they make the crepes, they put the Nutella on the crepes and it's, it's rather good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love Mm -hmm. it. I love it. I love it. Well, we will finish the next part of our chapter next week. And uh, we wanted to leave a little bit of time for you. If you want to pop over to the uh, Facebook chat that SR is going to be starting Mm -hmm. um, with our friends at uh, our Facebook page, Central America. We'll give you a little bit of time to do so. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad you guys joined us today. And especially those who are joining um, the chat live for the first time, uh, Teresa, I'm speaking with you. I'm really, really glad you could join us. Hope you can do it again. Um, yes. And very, very thankful for all of you and for our community. And Anna is leaving us with the image of uh, Gabriel and Julia with a vaginal delivery and monitoring the recovery <laughs> and the soot baths. <laughs> I'd rather start thinking about chocolate again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just saying a programming note coming up in January. um, Mm -hmm. There is a, uh, I believe, an International Chocolate Cake Day. 
so we may be having a podcast around that, ladies. Around just something cake. to let your to think about. Yes, just putting okay. it out there. So, and yes, it will hope be you good. have a lovely weekend. You, it will be good. It will be. So I'm going to leave everybody with a little Lorena McKenna, the Mummers Dance. Uh, this is a song that I first found Lorena McKenna many years ago. So enjoy and have a great weekend. <laughs>